This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the Batman sequel was announced. Johnny Depp will not be in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Netflix is slashing animation amidst subscriber drop. And the Madam Web movie gets a new release date. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Warner Brothers has officially announced a sequel to Matt Reeves' The Batman, confirming that Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Reeves and crew will be back for another adventure. Warner Brothers Pictures Group Chairman Toby Emmerich shared the news at CinemaCon 2022, and while nothing further was released as far as plot or release window, we now officially know a sequel is on its way. Reeves came on stage to help announce The Batman, saying more details will be revealed in a CinemaCon to come. The Batman was released on the 5th of March of this year, and IGN gave it a rare 10 out of 10 in their review, saying Matt Reeves' violent, thrilling, darkly beautiful take on the Batman more than justifies its place in a franchise's canon. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Johnny Depp won't return as Captain Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean. During the ongoing $100 million defamation trial against Amber Heard, actor Johnny Depp accused Heard of ruining his career by publishing an op-ed about the relationship. While under questioning from his own lawyer, Depp admitted that Disney had dropped him from Pirates of the Caribbean 6 just days after the piece was published. And upon a cross-examination, he was asked about a Daily Mail article that reported Depp was out as Jack Sparrow. I wasn't aware of that, but it doesn't surprise me, he testified via Variety. Two years had gone by of constant worldwide talk about me being this wife-beater, so I'm sure that Disney was trying to cut ties to be safe. The Me Too movement was in full swing at that point. A new Pirates of the Caribbean movie starring Margot Robbie has since entered development. It's unknown whether Depp would have starred alongside her in the upcoming movie or whether this version of Pirates of the Caribbean 6 had been reimagined following Depp's departure. Depp's ongoing lawsuit claims that his career has suffered imperable harm when Heard penned an op-ed in the Washington Post which alluded to Depp while not identifying him by name. He argues that the piece is responsible for his career problems and not earlier allegations in 2016. I would be a real simpleton to not think that there was an effect on my career based on Ms. Hurd's words, whether they mentioned my name or not, he said. 
He also stated that his career was quote unquote done from the second the allegations were made. Once that happened, I lost then, he explained. No matter the outcome of this trial, I'll carry that for the rest of my days. I'm suing her over defamation and the various falsities that she used to bring my life to an end. However, Depp also confirmed that Disney continued to sell Jack Sparrow merchandise. They didn't remove my character from the rides, he said. They didn't stop selling dolls of Captain Jack Sparrow. They didn't stop selling anything. They didn't just want there to be something trailing behind me that they find. Despite Depp's claims, he also confirmed that he will never return to Pirates of the Caribbean. Cross-examiner Ben Rottenborn said, The fact is, Mr. Depp, if Disney came to you with $300 million and a million alpacas, nothing on this earth would get you to go back and work with Disney on Pirates of the Caribbean film, correct? That is true, replied Depp. It looks as though Captain Jack Sparrow's days are numbered, and a franchise is likely to sail on without him, especially now that Disney has a new reboot in the works. Up next, IGN reports that it looks as though Netflix is cutting loose its animated projects. After highly publicized subscriber losses, Netflix is putting the brakes on its animation efforts, firing executives and cancelling several highly anticipated shows. According to The Wrap, Netflix's Director of Creative Leadership and Development for Original Animation, Phil Rinder, was let go this week, along with several of his staff. Not only that, but several high-profile animated series have now been cancelled. That includes the long-awaited adaptation of Bone, the critically acclaimed comic from Jeff Smith. Bone, in particular, is a blow. This off-kilter comic was a prime candidate for adaptation. Additionally, an animated adaptation of Roald Dahl's The Twits have been cancelled, although the project will reportedly live on as a feature film. Lauren Faust's Toil and Trouble was also cancelled. These cancellations come amid rumours of a changing direction at Netflix Animation. We want to be the home of everyone's favourite shows, Rinder originally told creators, but this mantra was replaced by we want to make what our audience wants to see from Netflix's co-CEO Reed Hastings. Conversely, Boss Baby is touted as the pinnacle of how animation should perform on Netflix despite the fact that the animated series isn't owned by Netflix at all. It's licensed from DreamWorks. When it comes to cancellation, or the threat of them, several creators, including City of Ghosts director Elizabeth Ito, have complained of Netflix using staged data to make their point, using manipulated data to justify lack of funding or 
cancellation despite critical acclaim for projects. Equally frustrating for creators have been Netflix's marketing protocols. Promotion typically doesn't begin until one month before release, and sometimes the title itself isn't even announced before then. This leaves a very small window to generate hype for projects, which is especially difficult for smaller animated projects, which rely on creators generating hype themselves via social media. Netflix animation has been sidelined on its official shop, too, with not a single item from a kids and animated projects. Santar Well executive producer Dominic Bisignano said that Netflix is proud of its data. And that seems to be where many of the problems lie. Bisignano claims that this approach brings up a lot of questions. And after offering the streamer more episodes than originally planned, he was presented with data but not given any context as to what it actually meant. Bisignago asked questions but was not given any answer and is now at Cartoon Network. What happens with Netflix animation remains to be seen, but it's not looking good. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Sony's Madam Web is swinging into cinemas sooner than we thought. The upcoming Spider-Verse spin-off, reportedly starring Dakota Johnson, has been given a firm release date, heading to theatres on July next year. The new release date comes as Sony makes a raft of changes to its upcoming slate, bumping Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse to June 2023. Madam Webb originally appeared in the comics as Cassandra Webb, a clairvoyant superhero who uses psychic abilities such as telepathy, clairvoyance, prescience, and the ability to sense psychic powers in others. She's also connected to the other spider heroes via the web of life and destiny, which gives spider-men and women their spider senses. This power could prove useful with the opening of the multiverse. Madam Web first appeared in the Marvel comic books in the Amazing Spider-Man issue number 280 back in 1980 and has since helped both Spider-Men and Spider-Women in their superhero duties. Often depicted as a frail older woman, it's unclear how Sony will handle the big screen version of Madam Web. When it comes to the comic books, Cassandra Webb usually suffers from the neuromuscular disease, myasthenia gravis, and is connected to an intricate life support system that resembles a spider web. Also blind, she makes up for these weaknesses with enhanced psychic powers as a result of genetic mutation. Again, it's unclear whether this 
mutation will factor into Madame Webb's backstory considering the rights issues surrounding Marvel's mutants. However, it's also possible that Madame Webb will introduce a different version altogether. A former Spider-Woman, Julia Carpenter, was gifted Madame Webb's powers when the elderly psychic died during the Amazing Spider-Man storyline, The Grim Hunt, in 2010. As a result, Carpenter went blind but developed powerful psychic abilities. Her powers are now similar to Spider-Man except that she can generate psi webs that temporarily materialize as physical webs. Not to mention she now has all of Madame Webb's psychic abilities, considering Dakota Johnson has been cast in a lead role it feels more than likely we'll see this version on the big screen. But for now, we'll have to wait and see. The upcoming Madam Web spin-off has been in the works since at least two years ago, with Morbius scribes Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless writing the script. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time, pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to Phoenix Radio on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye.